Today's daf is daf Mam M Gimel. We're holding uh, about twenty lines up from Mem Beis and Beis. We're at the Bayilahu. The Nei Yeshiva had the following Shaila: Mukav get shichur, eichel betruma, ein eichel betruma. So ein ein eichel. The Shaila was like this: Let's say a Kohen was mafkir his eved, and we said we're going according to the Shita that being mafkir the eved is is not enough and only removes the financial obligation. But for him to become completely a, uh, a, 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 a Ben Yisrael, that he'd be allowed to marry a, 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 a Bas Yisrael, requires also a get shifter. So he's like in a no man's land here. Financially, you can't ask him to work for you, but you still control the Isser portion of it. The question is, is this Evid still allowed to eat Truma? One of the perks of an Evid Knani if he's owned by a Kohen, it's Kenyan Kaspo, who Yochobo, that he's allowed to eat Truma. So the question is, what about in this particular case? So let's go through both sides of the Shiloh. Kenyan Kaspo, Amrachmano. The Torah refers to the Evakanani as Kenyan Kaspo. Now the simple understanding of Kenyan Kaspo means he owns him financially. But if he was Mafkirim or Makadesh, whatever the case was, that but you lose financial control, so you could argue that even though it's true he, can contain, he controls the Isser, but he no longer contain, contro, controls the Mammon, if he doesn't control the Mammon, then what? Chofshi. Then he's not allowed to eat Trumba, because has not, he's not Lechora, not Kenyan Kaspo. I love Kenyan Kaspo, who? Or the other way of looking at it, it's true, he can't force the Evid to work for him. But the fact that he still has a hold of the Evid, the fact is that the Evid still needs to get Shichur, maybe it's still enough of a control that would allow the Evid to keep eating Truma. That's the question. So therefore, Kevin the Mechuzah get Shichur, so therefore, Kenyan Kasba Karinam Bey. So that was the Shailam. The Gemara wants to bring in a very creative proof. The case is as follows, right? You have to be, you have to think about creative, and how does it happen? You have a Cohen's wife and the Cohen's shifcha are both giving birth at the same time, right? They're giving birth at the same time, they both are next to each other in the bed, and what happens is they go, both give a birth, and there's a blackout. And somehow the babies get Mixed, okay? So these two babies, one is possibly a baby Kohen, or... Baby Ever Kanani. <laughs> so the halacha is that they both can continue to eat truma. Mamanavshach, they could eat truma. Why? Because they, they both are right. Uh, they're both allowed to eat mitzadir, that whichever tzadir would be. Now, in order to collect trumas, there... An Evet Kanani is not allowed to collect Truma. A Kohen is. But if they go together to the granary, then together they can collect the Truma, one portion, not for both of them, but they can collect one portion of it because because either way, you have a Kohen here that you have to give, they can go to. Now, if the mission is going to conclude, the, 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 the bri- I believe it's a bride, the bride is going to conclude is that when they reach the age where they're able to perform transactions, each one can release the other one with a Tznai. If I'm the Kohen, then I release you as being the Evid. And if you're the Kohen, then you release me as being the Evid. So then, now they're both considered to be Meshuchrar. They're both full-fledged Jews. 
Now, it's just a suffix where the one's a ger and one's a kohen. Probably can only get shlishi. Because we don't know which one is. They also, by the way, would not be allowed to eat truma anymore. Because one of them is no longer an Ever Kanani, we don't know which one the, the Meshukhar cannot eat Truma. Right? Both of them cannot eat Truma. No, so, so in such case, in this case, neither will be able to eat Truma. But what's the point over here? They wanted to ask a Valigakasha. Let me ask you a question. A, a owner, a Kohen who owns an Evan, he's allowed to put the Evan to work. Right? Allowed to put him to work. In the case where he had these two babies that got switched, would he be allowed to put either one to work? No. No, why? Because a Jew, a regular Yid, you're not allowed to put to work. Only the Ever, but you don't know which one. So therefore, ostensibly, he has no Kenyan Kaspo on, 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 on either one of the two. Yet they continue to eat Truma. So when I want to bring a Raya, you see that even without Kenyan Kaspo, you can still eat Truma as long as there's not been a complete Shikhra. That, that's the proof that one wants to bring. So let's see inside. So when I start Shema, come and listen. Kohenes and Aisha's Kohen. Shinis Arba Vlada Bavad Shivchasa. That her child got mixed with her Shivchas child. Hare Elo Ochlim Betruma. They can together, they, either one of them can eat Truma. Vecholkin Chelik Echad Alagairin. They together can get one portion from the granary of Truma. Higdilu, once they become adults, Higdila Tarovas, to the mixture, the two of them got, became adults. Meshacharin Zeed Zeed. They can release, one can release the other one. Now, the proof is, though, that until they get older, they could eat truma, even though the adon, or the, the, the mistress, has no right to ask them what to do. So there's no financial control. So what I say is not a good proof. Why? Because it's only a lack of my knowledge as to which one is the Eved, and which one is the Kohen that doesn't allow me to work them. If Eliyahu Navi would show up today and say, oh, that's your child, and that's the Evid, could I work that Evid? Yes. yes. So it's just a lack in my idea. It's not a lack in the Metzias. The Metzias is, I still own him. And if I get clarity, that's different than the case when a person's Mafkir Avdo. When a person's Mafkir Avdo, it's not a lack in knowledge. It's a, the, the, the bottom line is, you do not have him as Kenyan Kaspar. So you cannot bring the proof of this from this Brisa as a Raya to our original Shaila that if you Mafkir someone, can he continue to eat Truma or not? It's not a good Raya. Hafi there's no comparison. Why? That Hasam im Yav Eliyahu Eliyahu shows up Yavam Bechad Menos is concerning one of them the Eved who then Kenyan Kaspo Karinabe we would call him Kenyan Kaspo and he could make that Eved work but Hacha in our case where you're Mafkir the Eved Lav Kenyan Kaspo who Klal he's not Kenyan Kaspo at all and therefore the Shaila though is can he still eat Truma that Shaila is unresolved does the fact you still control on him the Get Shichur does that allow him to eat Truma or not we don't have a Raya for that yet. Okay, and the Gemara remains unresolved. By the way, Yishtam. Iboilahu. The Gemara has another Shaila. What happens in the following situation? Let's say you own an Evan. Now, one of the halachas associated with owning an Evan is if that Evan, let's say, will be killed by somebody else's shore. Let's say that Evan will be killed by somebody else's shore. Right? Shor kills my Evakanani. There's a 30 slayer, 30 shekel penalty for the owner of the ox. We learned that yesterday. That's the din. There's a cost of that's the halach. It's a knas. You have to pay 30. doesn't matter. It could be, this ever could have been as strong as Arnold Schwarzenegger. The animal could be as weak as it. doesn't matter. You pay straight up 30 shekel. That's the din. What happens if this guy is trying to raise some capital? 
So he goes and says, does anybody want to purchase a future? What am I selling? What future am I selling? I want to sell the right to collect the knas if there will be a situation. Now obviously that's like any future. It's a gamble. Obviously somebody would only be willing to pay a very small amount of money. But you know, people will throw out a couple of dollars. I'll take a chance, you know, that in the next uh, 20 years an ox is going to knock this guy out. He's going to kill this guy's evid. And then I collect 30 shalom. So there is a market for something like this. Shiloh is, is that a valid transaction? Is there such a transaction, halachically, can I sell the potential knas of my Eved to a third party? Everyone hear the question? Now we, gamble. It's a gamble. Is, is it work? I mean, does it work? Does it, mechanically, yeah. halachically, does it work? Let's see. Interesting. Now the Gemara says, this would seem to be a different Shiloh. We had a machlokis, uh, in, uh, wait, 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 we have it before. We have, uh, it's, it's, uh, in, in, uh, on Yagimel we brought it down. But the machlokis, uh, before on Yagimel we have, is like this. Rabmer and the Chachomim. Can you be makna davar shalobala olam? Right? What's the case over there? The case is I own a palm tree. And I want to sell you the dates that are, don't exist yet, but will exist in the future. Now that's a machlokas Rabmer and the Chachamim. Rabmer says, Adam machne olam, and that I could sell you those dates, and the Chachamim say, you cannot. Now there's actually, Rabbi Chanan, in the Achronim, they discuss what's the reason why the Chacham hold that you cannot make a sale on Davar Shalobala Olam. And there's two strong Svaras either way, and you have to learn the Suyas, the Iyun, you go through to see which is the Svara that goes aligns with it. One is, because there's nothing upon which the Kenyan can be Chal. In order for a transaction to be called, something has to be there on which there could be a chalos kinyan. But if it doesn't exist, it cannot be a chalos kinyan. You cannot make a kinyan. That's the chachamim shita. Or the other thing is, it's a lack of smichas, agmir's das. I am not, even if I'm saying the words, but uh, that I'm willing to buy it, but we don't really believe that somebody can sell something that does exist. In his mind, there's like a lack of gmiras das on something like that. Not here, I, you can't, but whatever the svara is, the Chachamim say you cannot be makna davar and Rameir says you can. Now, at first glance, our Shiloh would seem to be well. Depends. Do you hold like Rav Meir, or do you hold like the Chachamim? Mor says no. That this Shiloh is irrespective of which position you hold by the case of the palm tree. Why? I'll go like this. Rav Meir who holds. That you could be makna dovashalobala means I can sell you the dates from a tree. You know why that might work? This fits better according to the Gmira's Das reason. Because a palm tree, by definition, what does it do? It craves dates. So therefore, it's not a big stretch to say, I'm selling you this season's dates, even if they're not here yet, because you can see they're such a Kenyan. But to sell you knas. Which, and, 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 and the more it goes through, first of all, who says there's going to be an ox that kills a person? Yeah. And even if you find an ox that kills a person, there's still, if that person, the owner of the ox, gets to base in first, and his moda, moda beknas, is potter. So even if there would be a case where the ox kills the evan, who even be. says there's going to be a situation? So therefore, since it's so out of the realm of probability, maybe Rav Meir would agree in this case, by the way, that also, that also, what's that? Like thinking about the 
Oh, no, okay, again, again, discuss all the different permutations of it. Right here. Right. And, and uh, okay, again, let's stick with the particular program here. Now, that explains why Rav Meir, by the way, might not hold it works here, even though he holds that it works in the case of the palm tree. Let's go the other way. The Chachanan is saying in the case of the palm tree, it doesn't work. Right? I, why over here might they hold it's a better. So he says, the says an interesting story. In the case of the palm tree, you're selling an entity which doesn't exist at all. Because what are you selling? I'm not selling you the palm tree. I'm selling you fruits that are, do not exist. Here, I'm selling you the knas. But what causes the knas? The knas is from and two existing entities. What are the existing entities? The, the Eved. The Shor. The Shor is here in the world. The Eved is here. Therefore, it might be that the Chachamim over here hold that normally, where what the entity that's being sold, Bechlal is not in the world. Because yeah, you can say, well, the palm tree is in the world. It's true. But the palm tree is not the entity that has anything to do with the with what's being sold. That it happens to be from the end, from, but therefore they hold that that is too far removed to be able to be considered a valid Kenyan. But here, actually, the two entities that create the liability, Exist. which is they just haven't come together yet, maybe that would be better. So Gemara holds this, there's a Shaila according to either way. Let's read it inside. So Gemara says this follows. This shalak could be asked in Rav Meir. This shalak could be asked in Rav Bonon. This shalak could be asked in Rav You can ask the shalak in Rav Meir. She did the ad kind. Look, I'm Rav Meir. Other matna davish loy laulam ella bein. You could go and pay royalties. Deco. He only said it by the the dates of the palm. The avidi to asu because the probability is they're going to come. That's the natural order. Abba hacha mi yamed minga. Over here, who says that there's going to be an ox that even gores? The Evan. And even if you say that, well, you know, look through statistically, 3% or 5% you'll get, the, but nevertheless, this still doesn't mean you're going to be able to collect the Knas. Why? Because, Mimai, the Mishalem, who says you're going to have to pay? Because Dilma Maida, maybe the owner of the ox will be Moda, and Moda Knas, if he gets it before the Adim, your Mifta will be Potter. And to buy the Rabbonic, also has the same child in the Rabbonic. Because Antan, the Rabbonic, and Adamak, the Dovashalaylam, Elgon Peres Deco, Tahashta Mir Leishnu. Because right now you're selling entity that is the Chlal not in the world, right? Aval Hacha, but over here, the Knas is being generated by the two entities that are in the world. The Shor and the Evid are in the world. You have to hear the Svar. I mean, you have to work. What's the difference between the tree? The tree is in the world, even though the fruit are not. Whereas in the case of Knas, the Evid and the Shor are in the world. What, so what's the difference between the two? You have to hear what the chiluk is, right? Everyone here needs. I hear. The, I hear the first svar is very good. Which is the natural order of. We're the not talking about that. We're going to chachamim already. You know, they exist. The but the knas is not here. The knas is is not here. But knas is not here. But 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 the question is, you can say, well, the knas comes from the evet and the shor. But I think the difference is like this. There, the actual entity, what's being sold, is the Paris. You're selling the product. I'm not selling the knas. I'm selling the result of these two entities coming together. These two entities do exist. 
So therefore, that's considered much more rooted in what is in existence. The knas is similar to the value of the dates that would come out. Meaning, it's not the dates themselves, it's even the value of the okay, dates. Okay, I, mean, I guess you could say it that way too. Let's go on. So why is it as follows? Alright, mine. So bottom line, that's the Shaila. Can you sell a potential penalty that is not in existence right now? So I'm a Rab Abba. So Rab Abba again, these, these proofs that we have today are very creative. He says like this, Tashima, come and listen. Now the Pasuk that we're quoting, it's number one in the Torah Shalim, it says, V'kohen ki yikne nefesh kinyan kasbo, when a Kohen acquires, let's say goes out and he buys a shifcha, alright? That's kinyan kasbo. He now owns completely, his chattel owns him completely. Hu yochal bo, this Eved or this Amma or this Shifcha is what is now, because they owned by a Kohen, what's the Aloha? They're truma. Now, it says that's Kenyan Kaspo. The Yelid Beiso, Hein Yachlu Velachma. Comes the second half of the passage, it says, not only a Kenyan Kaspo can eat, but Yelid Beiso. Yelid Beiso means that now this Shifcha has a child, considered to be also a little evid, and what's the halacha? Could also eat. Now, the Chorah, the one wants to know that that second part of the Pesach seems to be redundant. If a Kenyan Kaspo is able to eat truma, then Kol Shekain, the evid that's Yilid Beiso, that was born into his home, for sure should be able to eat truma. So why does the Torah have to say that Kenyan Kaspo and Yilid Beiso, just make sure the door is closed. One second, one second, one second, one second. It, again, the point is, if a Kohen owns an Evid, the Evid's allowed to eat. Which one did he own more? The one that he bought or the one that was born into his home? The one that was born. The one that never was owned by anybody else. So if I say the one I bought is uh, the king of Cosmo, then why do I have to say Yilid Beis? So that's the question that we're going to have to deal with here. So why is it like this? So I'm going to touch him, I come and listen. It's a Yilid Bayes. Now, why do I need to mention Yilid Bayez? Im Kenyan Kasba also. So Yilid Bayez. Look, Kol Shekain. It's Kol Shekain Yilid Bayez. So the Mara says like this. I'll tell you why you need to mention Yilid Bayez. You know why you need to mention Yilid Bayez? Because if you only had the word Kenyan Kasba, obviously if you bought him, the Ebed was worth at least a Shabbat Right? Because that's the sales number. What happens you have a Yelid Bayez, you have an Evid that's not even worth a Pruto. We'll see how you get such an Evid. But an Evid, like his mom is sickly and not even worth a Pruto. Maybe such a case, if you only had, it had to be Kenyan Kaspo, you would think it has to be at least worth a Pruto. But now Yelid Bayez teaches me that even if the Evid is not worth a Pruto, what's the halacha? Still have to feed him. And still, no, no, he's still allowed to eat truma. So when I say like this, he look at if it only had your kinyakasva. How you see all my mocking your kesef she ate with shava pruta. Kinyakasva means that he was worth a pruta. So therefore, he's oichel. He can eat truma. Ab yulibayis. Maybe only a yulibayis can eat truma when is she ate with shava pruta. Was worth a shava pruta. But therefore, uh, then he's oichel. Now, so therefore, that's why. Uh, so how do I know that even if the evidence not worth anything, he's able to eat truma? Talmud Loma, that's why it says Yelid Bayis. Any Yelid Bayis is able to eat truma even if what? Even if they're not worth the food. Right. Okay, that now, but you only know by Yelid Bayis. But it will come out. Yelid Bayis, we learn from here, that has to, can be even be Pachas Meshavah Puta. But maybe Kenyan Kaspo, maybe if you buy an Evan, maybe he's only able to eat if he's worth a Puta. How do you know even he can eat if he's not worth a Puta? Let's say he lost his value wow. from what he was. So when it says, Vadayin Ani Oma Yelid Bayis, 
Ben Yesh Boshav Aputa, Ben Shein Boshav Aputa is Ochel. But Kenyan Kesev, Yesh Boshav Aputa, Shav Kesev, maybe he's Ochel. Ein Boshav Kesev, but he's not Ochel, he lost his value. Ein Ochel. Talmud Loma, the Pazim juxtaposes the two together, since they're together in the same Pazim. Kenyan Kesev, Rabbi Yilid Beisel. Ma Yilid Bayez, Avu Bishen Hoshav, Shav the Klum, Eichel, Av Kenyan Kasbo, Avalisha Einoshava Klum is Eichel. That's the Drusha. Now look at the Gvaldigan insight. So basically, we have a Drusha that puts Kenyan Kasbo, Yelid Beisel together. And the Puzzle can tell me that in both cases, even if the evidence is considered to be Pachas Mishava Pluto. Now, look, so asking more question. If you have an ability to sell the Knas of an Eved, then no Eved should be worth Pachas Mishava Pluto. Right? Any Eved that person's willing to take a chance, I'm going to sell, that makes, that gives them a value of at least a Pruto, because whatever the calculation is, and we're assuming, whatever calculation is going to be least worth a Pruto. So how do you ever have, you know, how do you have an Eved that's going to be less than a Pruto? Must be that you can't sell the Knaz, because if you could sell the Knaz, then there'd never be an Eved Bakhash Pruto, and the Drushas don't make any sense. Everyone here, the other proof? No? No. If every, if, if we're saying, our question was, can you sell a knas of an evid? Okay. That gives every evid the value of a shavu pruta. Because if you could sell a knas of an evid, that means at least a pruta you can get for him. Uh, so then how can you have me say there's an evid that's not worth a pruta? So Isaac, the daita, evid shemachor, rabbi le knas, is a good mechira, is machor, so mi ikha avda de loim is daven le knasa. So when, uh, when you can find, how can you find an evid that you can't sell for knas? And if you can sell him for knas, then he's worth a pruta. What it says, yes. What happens if he's a trefer? The halacha is that if you have an evident trefer, trefer means he's going to die within 12 months. If an animal gores, an ox gores and kills an evident that was previously deemed to be a trefer, there is no din knas. At all. At all. There's no knas. So therefore, that's the case. How he's worth pachashav because he was a trefer. Well, it says, well, in, he can have a trefer. says more, but even the trefer, okay, let's say he's got another 10 months to live. He can still do stuff for the Odon, can bring him his cup of water, he can bring him a cup of coffee in the morning, so therefore why would it be worth a pruta, even if he's got only 10 months to live, but it's pruta with what he could do within those 10 months. Where it says, Vahachazila make him Kamei, uh, can still stand before and serve before his master. Where it says, the Menuvel Mukushkin. So much somebody that's Menuvel, meaning, has some kind of uh, a disease that makes him disgusting, nobody wants to be around him. Mukushkin is going to come some kind of Tsaras, which means he cannot function as to serve his master. And on top of the double whammy, he's a traitor. So you have a situation where somebody can be Pachim Shabrut. So the Raya is not a good Raya. All right. Again, we remain unresolved. Now we're going to half uh, cup in all the cases over here. First case: We dealt with this scenario before. You have somebody that's a chazi ever chazi ben chorin. Chazi ever chazi ben chorin. How can you have that mitzvah? All right. We said the simple way: two partners. One let him, one let the ever go free. The other one did not. So you have here half of him is an ever kanani. Half of him is a ben chorin. Shekidesh Bas Chorin. He found a Jewish girl and he said, Hare Atma Kudeshes Liba Tabazu Kedas Moshe Yisroel. Does that do anything? Right? What are the two starting? On one hand, well, half of it is then Chorin. Right? So therefore, we'll talk about whether it's a half a marriage or a full marriage, but the bottom line is, is it, or do we say that since he's not a complete uh, ben Chorin, then it's not. Then what he did is, is it doesn't have any cost. That's the Shiloh. I'm on the other Shiloh. Yeah. So, Mazamahu. 
Now, one wants to bring a raya. Is that maybe you'll, maybe, it's going to be before that it's not a good raya. The more is like this. Maybe you're going to ask like this. Is that we have learned, uh, that following halacha, this is an accepted halacha. If a man goes over to an isha and he says that, I want you to be married to half of me. Now, that is that, that is very similar to what we have over in our case. But this is a a full Ben Chayrin. He goes over to a woman. He says, I want you to be married to half of me. And here is the Tabas, right? And she accepts. So what's the halacha over there? Halacha is that it's Mekudashas. So when it says the Chayrin, if it's Mekudashas over there, then it will be a good Raya that what? Mekudashas here. So it's not a Raya. Because over there, we interpret what he means is, I want you to know, I want to Mekudash you, but it's not exclusive. If I, I'm, I'm leaving open the door to be able to Mekadesh other women, so you should know, I'm planning on marrying other, so if you accept that, then Haret Mekadesh, meaning, even though he said half of me, but half of me doesn't really mean he's only Mekadesh, he really means Mekadesh completely, but he wants to tell her that I'm going to be marrying other, so therefore you can't bring that as a raya for our Shiloh, because our Shiloh, obviously that's not what it means when half of him is Mekadesh, because yeah, literally, that means literally, that means figuratively. Half of me should be married to you at Mukadesh's. Why? Why? Because the Chazia Lekule, because there really is fit to marry completely. And Raji speaks, uh, uh, speaks out. And actually, we say he means all of it. So why do he say half? Because he's leaving open the door. Right. So the halal but in the case of the eve of the chati ever chati he's not fit completely to marry. Uh, uh, only half of him is fit to marry, and therefore here it means literal. It doesn't mean figurative. Okay, so that's not a riot. So may imtimsalam may bring a riot, a different riot. We have a, uh, uh, the opposite case. Let's say a ben yisrael, a full fledged Jew, hamakadish chazi isha, goes over to a woman and he says, "I want to be, I want to marry half of you." Opposite than the case we just had. Not that half of me should be married to you. I want to marry half of you. Now you can't say here it means figuratively. Figuratively means, means I'm marrying you but I'm giving you the cho- chance to marry that you can't say. You can't do that. So here it must be literally I want to marry half of you and the halacha is it's einam akudeshes. So therefore bring a raya that you cannot do a half marriage, right? So why is it like this? So the it says Ben Yisrael HaMekadosh Chatsi Isho einam akudeshes. Right? He says, you can't bring a raya from that either. Why? Because there's a concept of shir b'kinyano. Uh, be, uh, shir b'kinyano means that you did not make a full kinyan. You only made, you only exor, exor, exhausted half of the kinyan. You only used up half the kinyan. I mean, if you're Makadish and Isha, and you say, I want a Makadish only half of you, right? That kinyan maybe is restricted from working, because for that kinyan to work, you have to make the full kinyan possible. And in that case, what's the full kinyan possible? To marry the whole Isha. That's not like in our case. Because in our case, since he's a chati evid, chati ben chorin, the chati ben chorin, part of him, is making the full kinyan yeah. possible. So even if that case is no good, our case, Taka, still good. could be good. So you can't bring that as a raya. Yeah, you have the difference between the two scenarios. Sigmund says like this. Sigmund says, no, maybe over there is because the sheer bikini but by however, but in the case of the Chazi Ever Chazi Ben Charon, Lo Shir Bekinyano, he did not limit the power of the Kenyan because he made the maximum Kenyan to what was available for him to make. His Chazi Ben Charon is making the full Kenyan on this on, on this Isha. So my, so what's the halacha? So basically, again, we're asking the Shailada is 
that if a Chati Eved Chati Ben Chorin is Mekadosh and Isha, is there any type of bond formed because he's doing the maximum he can with what he has to work with. Right? Everyone's gone. So Tashama come and listen. They want to bring a proof. Hamis, we had yesterday the following case. Hamis, Misha Chetia Eved Chetia Ben Chorin. Or the case where we learned yesterday according to at least one shot is your ox went your ox went and killed a Chatsi Eved Chatsi Ben Chorin. Now, if it would have been a complete Ben Chorin, then you have to pay Kofer. There's a special atonement, you have to pay the full value of what that person's worth on the market. If it was a full Eved, then what would you have to pay? 30 slime. Knas, a 30 slime. But yeah, it's Chatsi Ben Chorin. So what do you pay? So the ruling over there is, Nosen Chatsi Knas Le Rabo. Half the Knas to the master, who is on the, on the, on the Chatsi Evet side, half the Knas, again, not the full Knas, but only Chatsi Evet, the Chatsi Kofer, and half the Kofer to the Yarshin. I told you we're going to circle back to this question. The yeah. Chorah, if it's an Evet Knani, how could he have Yarshin? Right? Now, must be, because on the Chatsi side, there's a Ben Chorin, Kedushin is Tofet, he had children, Remember, he has Yarshin, so we bring a Raya, that a Chatsi Evet could be, Chatsi Ben Chorin could have, uh, marry and have children, that's the more I want to bring a Raya. He amar kedushav lav kedushin. Every time it's kedushin, not a kedushin. So yorshim in ole. Where does he get yorshim from? Simona so says like this: not a raya. Why? We're going to have Adabar Abba wants to say a uh, interesting answer. He says the case over here was that the Evan did not die right away. The goring caused him to become a trefer. The goring caused him to become a trefer. Now, since it's inevitable that he's going to die, that means the owner of the ox has to pay. The knas. So, who does he pay the... Uh, 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 I'm sorry, has to pay the kofer. Who does he have to pay the kofer to? Usually, it's to the yarshim. There are no yarshim, but it's okay. There is someone to give it to. Who can you give it to over here? The Evan himself. The Evan could use that money for the next 12 months. Meaning, he's got... You have kofer because you're going to kill the guy. Because the guy's going to die. You ever killed him. So, you have to pay. It's just the yarshim over here, the inheritors of the money has, happens to be... The, the Evet himself. That's what he wants to answer. So, Amr Rabbah Rabbah Rabbah, Kesha Asa Trefa, Umar Yorsha, what does it mean Yorsha? It means Mavsheh, himself. So, he collects the Knas, and he collects the Kofur. So, if he's still alive, then he's going to die. And then he's going to die. But look at that, he'll go to Vegas for the next ten months. Whatever it is, he'll have a good time. But he'll be able to use that money. So, Amr Rabbah, Shtei Chubas Vedavah. Rabbah says there's two reputations for that answer. Creative answer, but it doesn't fit the words. Why? Chada the Yorshav Ktani. First of all, it says the money is given to the Yorshav. What does Yorshav mean? Not him. I mean, it doesn't mean you, it means those inherit you. So that answer is a difficulty for that way. What? Also plural. V'oi, and furthermore, it's half Knas, half Kofer. I can get away that even if you want to argue and kvetch out that means him, the half Knas you could say that. But Kofer is clear from the positive. Knas you give even when you can pay Knas even if the person is still alive. It doesn't say the person actually died. But by Kofer it says when he dies they have to pay the Kofer. There is no Kofer until he dies. He can't say that shot by the Kofer. L'chor says Vamreish Lokish Kofer and Mishkalem Misa. Rashi brings down based on the Psukim clearly. So therefore like this. So Rabbah says what you have to say also a bit of a kvetch but he said this at least fits better the words. What it means is like this. Chatsi Eved Chatsi Ben Chorin Alright? 
Now, anyway, but the point is, we brought this down to prove that he could be Makadosh, because that's how he could have Yarshim. Right? That's what we want to do. So the first answer is he can't have Yarshim paying him. Rabbi gives a different terms. Rabbi says, also no Raya. He really can't have Yarshim. So why does it say, will you pay the Yarshim? It means that if there had been Yarshim, they should have got the money. But since they aren't, then they're not going to have to pay. Means they're just saying theoretically what should have happened. It says your shor killed the chazi ever chazi in chorin. You have to give half knas and half kofer to the yarshim. I there are no yarshim. Well, that's what it means. Had there been yarshim, that's what you would have had to do. But lemaisa though, no because the chazi ever chazi is not going to be yarshim. But, that, but that, it's not right that therefore there for sure are yarshim. That's the most point. I'm a rubber royally told the yarshim would have been fit. To take the money, but Aloy, but the Maisa, they, they don't, he, they, Yarshim, don't have to pay it, he doesn't have to pay it. The owner of the Ash will hold on to it. Why? Because at the end of the day, there are no Yarshim. Anyway, let's go on. But at this point, by the way, at this point, we did not really bring a proof. We didn't solve it. Because, and what was our Shiloh? Remember the exact Shiloh was, Chatsi Evet, Chatsi Ben Choren, that's Makadesh, at Bas Yisrael. Is there any bond connected in what he did? Or Batshitha, we also said the same. No, no, that, that was not Shiloh. Shiloh was, that was the, 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 the Shiloh was this case. So now, Amar Rabba, Kishem Shemekadesh, Chatsi Isha, Eina Mekudeshes. Now, Rabba held that it was a good ride. He says, if you go over to a woman and say, I want Makadesh, a Chatsi Isha, it's not Mekudeshes. So, now he's not talking about our case. He's talking about your case. He says, no, so too. So, like this. Our case was if the man was Chatsi Eved, Chatsi Ben Chayrin. Right? And he's Makadash and Isha. Rabbi talks about a different case. He says like this. If you go over to a woman and say, I'm Makadash half of you, what's the Allah we said? Ain't a Makadash. Because it can be figurative. And literally it doesn't work. So he says, so too. What happens if a person goes over? Now the woman is the Chatsi Shifcha. Let's say she now, and you go over and say, I want to be Makadesh, the half of you. That's, the Bazi Yisrael. I'm a Yisrael, I want Makadesh, the half of you, Bazi Yisrael. So what's that? So what Rabbi wants to say is, Kashem she Makadesh, Chatsi Isha, and a Makadesh, is Kachet Shashiva, Chatsi Vazchorin, Shadiskadsha, and Kedushah Kedushin. So that's what he wanted to pass him. So when, when, uh, Rabbi Bar Rav Huno, the Rabbi Rav Huna also felt the same way, and he went out and he publicly taught that halacha. Which everybody agrees to. So said to Rabbi it's apples and oranges. You cannot compare the two. Why can't you compare the two? Because when you say on the Kaddish half an isha. Right? There, you're limiting the kitchen from what it should be. The Kenyan really, the Kudesh should be on the whole amount. To restrict it on half, maybe that's why it doesn't work. But if she's a Chati Shivcha, Chati Baschorin, I'm a Kaddish, the full amount of what I'm able to do on the half, maybe that should be better. So therefore, to make that comparison, I don't agree with you, it's a good comparison. So, Amalir of Chista, me, Dami, can you compare the two? Hasam, Shir, Bikin, Kinyono. There you limited your Kinyon from working the way it's supposed to work. But Hachalosh, Shir, Bikin, Kinyono, but the case where you're Makadish, Chati, Shir, Chati, Vazchorin, you're Makadish, the full amount of the Chati, and therefore that should be better. So, therefore, when Rabbi Barav Huna heard that he had taught this publicly incorrectly, right away he went and got his Amora. Amora was the, like, the mouthpiece, the uh, person that used to speak for them. They had a boot, what? The Maturgaman, that's called right. So Hadar Ukim Rabbi Baravuna Amora, Amora is the Maturgaman. Allah, he brought him. 
Vidarash and he taught again and he started over the Pasik. This is a Pasik that is in um, in, 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 in Yeshaya. The Pasik over there said that, that they're gonna get a point kind of point in Shalayim where there's no one to teach Torah. So anybody that looks dressed like a Talmud Chacham, they're gonna go over to them and they're gonna say that listen, we're stumbling over not having Torah. And you seem to be somebody that is in control. You know the Torah. Please teach us. People are going to be looking for people to teach them Torah. This stumbling block that we have, because we don't understand what the Torah is teaching us, we don't know. You seem to have control of it. Come and teach us. So he introduced that and said basically is you see that Torah is taught, the way Torah needs to be learned, very important educational thing, is through stumbling. Trial and error. When you, you know, today everybody wants it instantaneous. You want the right answers, right? He says the real way to, for information to be integrated, especially when it comes to Torah, is when you go through the options, you make the mistake, and then you learn it correctly. That's the way to, to learn it. So he says like this. So, ain't Adam Omed al Torah. A person will not be able to maintain his Divrei Torah. Ella im that if, unless he makes a mistake first. Basically what he's saying is, it's good that I made the mistake yesterday, because now I understand it better, and, 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 I, and I have it clearer. Anyway, yes. Now, so therefore, there are the statement I remember hearing at one of the conferences. If you don't teach your kids to fail, they'll never learn how to succeed. That's the... Uh, Anyway, we, we try to uh, not, not allow our kids to learn how to fail. Nobody wants their kids to learn how to fail. You have to teach a kid how to fail. Right? You got it wrong. Uh, no. Everyone's always making excuses for the kid. No, you got it wrong. You did, or you did the wrong thing. Then you'll be able to learn how to succeed as well. Anyway, the point is, over here, Avapisha Amru, so he said he changed his mind. He says, even though they said, Hamakadesh Chatsi Isha Enemakadeshes, if you go over to him and says, half a use Makadeshes, it doesn't work. That doesn't work because you were sheer bikinyana. You limited the full amount of what the Kenyan can do. That will be on some level a Kedushin. That if the big Kedush, a person's it is considered on some level Mekodesh's because of a half of her. Right. Now, my timer, what's the difference again, Rabbi Baravuna uh, Bar- explained, is also Shir B'Kinyona. In the first case, where it doesn't work, you limited the Kinyon from working the way it should be. But after you do not Mashiach the Kinyon. I'm a Rav Rabsheshes disagrees. Rabsheshes says, The same way you cannot make a Chatsi Isha Mekodeshes in a regular case, Ain't Kedusha Kedushin. It's not a good Kedushin. He doesn't, he doesn't agree with that distinction. That there is a distinction between Shir B'Kinyon or Lesh B'Kinyon. He says there is no Metzius of a Chati Isha being Mekudeshes. Whether it's a regular woman, whether it's a Chati Shiv, Chati Baskorin. And he brings a Raya. What's his, uh, no, and I'm sorry. He says like this. He says, now maybe someone's going to whisper in your ear. We just learned last few days, we talked about a Shivcha Charufa, a preface to Ish. What was the case there? According to Machlokes, I believe Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Shmuel. But Rabbi Kiva, I believe, learned the case. It's talking about that is was a, was a woman that was a chatsi shivcha chatsi baschorim that was designated to an evet ivri, and somebody else went and had relations with her. Right, that person has to get malchus and bring an asham, etc. So now, what are you going to ask me? Look at the psukim, the wording of the psukim. Sim adam. Somebody whispers to you, Lomar. 
that at least according to the Tan, I believe it's Rabbi Akiva, that he as you, what is the Pshat, what is the Torah talking about when it says that Shifcha Nechrefes Le'ir Shifcha Charufa, Shechet Yeshiv Echet Yebas Chorin, now Pazik says, Hamur Ureses Le'ish, it talks about over there that she was Me'ureses, now so what does that imply? Yes, Kedushin. That is Kedushin. Kedushin was Tophes, right? Now, it might not be mamish like a full Ashes Ish, because otherwise the second guy should be Chaya Misa, not just Malzah. But it has enough that he's Bikoris TLO and he has to bring a carbon. But you see, it is Shaya some because it calls her a Mu'uroso, right? The Chayrat says, Hamu'uroso, Le'evet Ivri. Alma, we see Bas Isirusi, he that she is Shaya, some level of Kenyan that on the Chati Shiva Chati Bas Chorit. So therefore, how are you telling me it's not, it does nothing? From a Psukim, it's Mashma, it's just Hamu'uroses. So Amar Lo, so you answer him like that. It's true. Rabbi Akiva learned that it's talking about a chazi shivcha chazi baschorin. But we also said yesterday the sheet of Rabbi Shmuel. Rabbi Shmuel learned that isha nechrefes leish is not talking about a chazi shivcha chazi baschorin. She's a full-fledged knanis, full-fledged knanis. That's what the pasuk's referring to. A full-fledged knanis, and it's talking about that an eved ivri who, in certain cases, an autumn's allowed to designate a shifcha to, this ever, to the Ebed Ivri in order for them to, him to own the children. And that's what it's referring to. Now, according to, there's no one who will tell you that a shifcha kananis has any type of kinyan to a Ebed Ivri. For sure not. I, it says Muraso. So what you have to say is, Muraso doesn't mean that there's mamish and Eris, it was designated. All it means is a way of saying designated. But there was no Kenyan at all. So even in Rabbi Yishmol, you're going to have to learn that when you learn the Bosik. So to say that in Rabbi Akiva, even though it's Toma, the fact that it used Muraso doesn't necessarily mean it's Mamish and Erosin. It just means designation. That's all it means. So therefore, like this. So Amar Allah, tell this person who's whispering in your ear, Klach, Etz, Rabbi Shmuel, go take a look at Rabbi Shmuel, learn the Pasuk. Shuhoi mer, Shifcha, Knanis, Amorosa, Le'evet, Knan, Ivri, that he says is a full-fledged Shifcha, who has been Morosa, whatever that means, to an Ebed Ivri. But Shifcha, Knanis, Bas, Isirusi, is a Shifcha, Knanis, able to have an Erosin with an Ebed Ivri? Elamai, Ezrach, how are you going to have to explain it? My Morosa, it means Milchedes, means designated. So Hachanami, here too in the sheet of Rabbi Akiva, when it's Chadish Shifcha, Chadish Chorin, also just means my and you don't have a proof and Rav Shazer sticks to his guns that you cannot be Makadash or Chatsi Isha and therefore even a Shivcha Kanan Chatsi Shivcha Kanan Chatsi Kanan if you're Makadash it's ain't Makadash at all I'm Rav Chisto Chatsi Shivcha Chatsi Baschorin so he says like this he says the takeaway from what we just had is we have a Machlotis according to one opinion if you have a Chatsi Shivcha Chatsi Baschorin that's Makadash that's better because you can everything you can. So therefore, there is some thesis kedushin, and according to our opinion, it's nothing. So he says, let me give you the following scenario. Okay, from some of you who still having PTSD from Yevamis, so we're now we're going to uh, awaken that. Let's say what happens is like this. So you have chati shifcha chati baschorin. She's kachel Ruven. She went Ruven did kedushin to her, and then nishtachero. She was completely released. And she went and now did Kedushin without divorcing Ruvain. She went and did Kedushin to Shimon. Alright? The Mesa, and they both died. And there's Levi here. Mimana Shach, Levi has to do Yibum. 
Why? Because if you hold that there is Kedushin on a Chati Shivcha, Chati Bas Chorin, so then she's falling from Ruvain and not Shimon, because she was already Moreses to Ruvain and not Shimon. If you hold that Chati Shivcha, Chati Bas Chorin doesn't work at all, then she's, and when, when Shimon went as Makadashur, then it did work. Now both of them have died, so Meman of Shoch, Levi has to go ahead and do Yubim. Which wife it's going to be? That depends on who you hold like. It doesn't really matter in that case. Doesn't matter. It could be not married. So then it's not just Shimon. No, it can't be not married to either. Why? Because Shimon did Kedushin. So how can he be not married to either? Even if she's full Mishapur. The first one's a Chal. The second one is. The second one's on. If the first one is Chal, then the second one's not. But one of them a Chal. So what is it like this? Shneim is Yavmei Lelevi. Therefore, Meizu Shneim is Yavemes Lelevi. And don't compare this. There's a case that is compared where we don't allow Yibam only Chalitza. Let me give this case quickly. I don't want to get too much into it. But the case was over here. Ruvain, the uh, uh, Ruvain died. Okay, and she fell to Shimon and Levi. Now what Shimon did, he did Mimer. If you remember the Kedusha Kesef, he did Mimer. Right? Which is only Midrash, but, but it's enough to stop that now none of the other brothers are allowed to do Yibum. It's the one that gave it. And then what happened was Shimon died. Levi, we say in this case, Levi can only do Chalitza. He's not allowed to do it. Because on one hand, Midrash says she's falling from Ruvain. Right? Midrabonon, she's from, so it's considered like she's falling from two houses. When it's from falling from two houses, we don't allow Yibum, we only allow Chalitza. But our case is not considered like falling from two houses. Because in our case, it's, it's, it, it, uh, they, uh, what's the name? One, or the exclusive, that's exclusive one of the other. It's either from Ruvain, or it's from Shimon, but it's not from Ruvain and Shimon, therefore leave, uh, then you can go ahead and do the Yibum. Vain Amikorabai, don't apply the, uh, to this. Isha, Isha Shani, Shnei Mesim, right? That it's like falling from two Mesim. Because Manavshach, why? Because either way, E Kedushay Ruvain is a Kedushin, then Kedushay Shimon, Lav Kedushin. And if Kedushay Shimon is Kedushin, then Kedushay Ruvain is Lav Kedushin. Now, the Gemara has an interesting question over here. Let's go, Itmar. This, uh, it, this memory was said as follows. Chetzi Shiva, Chetzi Bas Chorin, Shaniskachala Ruvain. Alright? She was Niskadeshes to Ruvain, the Nishtachara. And she was then released. She was made full-fledged released. Now Raji says, in this case, Shimon is not a brother. We're just talking about uh, a, 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 a Ruben that's not, a, not related to Shimon. The question is like this. Remember the case. Think about the case. She had Kedushin, a limited Kedushin, and a Ruvain. And then, uh, well, wait one second. And, and then she became completely... What does the Shichrur do, even if you hold that that Kedushin does work on half of her, like the she did before, now that becomes Meshukhreres, what does her, it do? All of her Mekudushin. Let's see. That's what you're saying. So, Yosebar Chama Amrav Nachman... That now that she becomes completely a Gioris, that Gershon is Garak Akatan Shinola Dami, it's like a whole new person, therefore whatever the existing Kedushin cancels out, and who's she going to be married to? Shimon. Shimon. Rav Zeira holds like you. Rav Zeira, Rav Nachman, says, Gamru Kedusha Rishon. Is now that she became fully, it expands. That the half Kedusha now becomes the full Kedusha, and who's she married to? Ruven. 
Right, everyone, you had a question. What does the shikhr do to the ex- existing kedushin, assuming they could have a kedushin, on the baschorin, chati baschorin? What happens to that kedushin? Does the shikhr knock it off because Gershon is going to cut it off, it's complete nubiria, and therefore she'll be now Makudashas to Shimon? Or does it expand it, and Shimon is nothing, but Ruben is the one? That's the question. So I'm Rav Zeyro, says Rav Zeyro, I think I am correct. Now, what was, uh, what was, what was Rav Zayra's position? That she married to, uh, she's married to Ruben and it expands. He says, what's the raya? He says like this. Take a look. If you look back on the Shifcha Harufa case, that's a case where the Shifcha Harufa was Nechrefas Laish, she was designated to an Ebed Ivri, to a Jew, and then somebody else went and had relations over there. So the Pazit says, Lo Yumsu, that this second relationship that she had with a stranger, they don't both get killed. Why don't they get killed? Kilo chupasha. Because she had not been released. What can you die from that? Has she been released? Then she's mamash a full Aishas ish. And if she's a full Aishas ish, then what? She'll be killed. Then then, then, then the person was over the ish, they would be killed. So therefore, what do you see? That when you get shikro on a chati shikro, hadi vatschor, we go with the shita, that that's what over here, a bikiva shita, therefore what happens? It expands to make it a full Aishas ish. From the puzzle, that means mashra, if she would have been released, yum, so they would die. Is a riot that what does the shikro do? It expands, it does not knock it out. So Amalei Abai, Abai says, I don't like your raya, Abzera. Why don't I like your raya? He says like this, let's say the other way of learning the Pasuk was not like Rabbi Yaki, it was like Rabbi Yishmael. And what is a, uh, what is a, an Isha Nechrefes Le'ish? It's not talking about Chatsi Shiv, Chatsi Veskon. It's a full-fledged Shivcha, right? A full-fledged Chit Shivcha. So what does it say over there? The same thing, it says, they don't get, the second guy doesn't, and, and the Shivcha do not get killed because she had not been released, right? She had not been released. So what do you tell him? The mother's going to say. So what are you saying? The object. I had she been released, then what? Then you would. Then, then they would have been killed. Why? Had she? Let, let's say the case was like this. The case was this woman was designated to the Ebed Ivri. All mm-hmm. right. And someone else came. Somebody else came and had relations. Right. So now the way you wanted to say it means is that between the time the guy had relations and the relations. Between he had the relate between the, the when the Evid was designated this woman and the relations, she had not been let free. So you want to say it's mashma that had she been let free, then automatically by letting her free she becomes a full Aishas ish because she was a chati shiva That's what you want to bring arise. You see that letting her free makes her full Aishas ish. That only works your understanding if you go with Rabbi Akiva who learns we talk about a chati shiva Let's say we talk about Rabbi Shmuel who learns we talk about a full bas uh, shiva knanis. Then it makes no sense. She, she's designated to an Ebed Ivri. Alright? She's the, our master has a right for children purposes to give her an Ebed Ivri. Comes along, the master lets her go free. Now, right now she becomes an Aishas Ish? Of course not! I mean, so therefore, what do you have to say? That means that she wasn't let free and went back and married the guy. That's what you have to say it means. Only then she would become an Aishas Ish. If she went back and then the guy remarried her and then she had relations, that's, a, that's what the buzzer means, they won't be executed. Now, if that's what it means by the case of... They won't be executed? If, she, if, he did, if, if he did not let her go, 
If he let her go and, and she, she went back, then he would be executed. Yeah. But since that's not what happened, therefore they don't get executed. But it doesn't mean automatically when you get a go, she becomes uh, an Asian ish. It means that when she would be let free and then the guy would remarry her. That's what it means she becomes an Asian ish. So if that's what it means by a regular Shivka Kananis, then according to the keyboard, that's what it means over there too. And you have no Raya that automatically by letting the person free, She's that expands to becoming a full Asian ish. That's the point that we're bringing. So I'm only a Baila. Time to be small. That it's not talking about a chazi shivcha. It's talking about a full shivcha. Achin nami going to say the same thing. As soon as you let her free, yumsu, then anyone having relations with her is like having relations with an Asian ish, and they would be killed. Rabbi Shmuel, for sure you have to say because Robin is gotcha. It means that because she hadn't been let free and gone back into Kedushin, which would have made her into an Asia's ish. That's what it means. Not that, but it doesn't mean automatically mean and gone back and done a new Kedushin. So you have to say it means the same thing. Alright. Amar Rabuna Barkatina Amrab Yitzchok. Maisa, there was a story. Maisa Shoya, the Isha Achas, that she was this time. Two people owned her. One led her free. She's a Chatsi Shivcha, Chatsi Baschorin. The Kofu as Rabba of And the rabbis came along and they forced the, the half, the person who owned the half that was a Shivcha, you have to let her go. Now, the Gemara wants to know why. We learned before that even though Beishamai, Beishillel agreed to Beishamai, that a Chati Ever, Chati Ben Chorin, you have to let go. Why did they say you have to let go? So you can fulfill the mitzvah of Puravu. And we know women aren't Chayev in the mitzvah of Puravu. So why would they then force the master to let her free? There's no swar over there. There's no Din Shevet. There's no Din of Puravu. Someone says like this, come on, it can only make sense if that, in that locale, they had like Rabbi Yochan Baroka. Rabbi Yochan Baroka disagrees. The Chachamim say only a man's chayv in Puravu, but not a woman. Rabbi Yochan Baroka holds, to Amar al Shneim hu Omer, vayivarach osam alukim, vayomer pru uravu, umiluas aris. Since in the plural, it's going both on the man and the woman. So now, if you hold like Rabbi Yochan Baroka that women are chayv as well, then what? Then you have to let her free. Right. So, so therefore, but that's already a doichet, because we don't pass them like him. In that locale, they have to pass them. It's very fair to say. So, Amr of Nachbar Yitzchak is not a raya. We had this case before. Lo. That's not the pshat. The Chachamim saw that this Shivcha Kanan is Chatsi Shivcha Tsi People were taking advantage of her and were having, were doing avelos. They were living with her because she didn't have a husband to keep them away. She didn't have a husband. And therefore they felt the best way to do that, even though you're not supposed to release, but in this case, to stop people from doing a virus, they went ahead and did it. Ask them our show, well, why couldn't they just designate it to an evidivri? If you designate to an evidivri, that takes care of the problem as well. He says the guy didn't own an evidivri. That only works if he owns an evidivri. But if you don't have an evidivri, the only choice they had was to let her free and then allow her to get married, and that'll protect people from taking advantage of it. Let's just finish the next Mishnah a little bit. So the end of the Mishnah. Very interesting halachas here. I had this before. You went and sold your Evaknai to a, a guy. Chachamim looked askance at that. They said that is a terrible thing to do. Because an Evid Ivri still chayv and mitzvahs like, like an Isha. By selling him to an Evid Gachavim, you're assuring that what? That he won't. He's not going to be able to 
eat. He's going to eat trays. All the low stars says you're not allowed to do that. All the chutzlarts, or you sold him from Eretz Yisrael the chutzlarts. Verend Rashi says over here, you made him violate the Isra of leaving Eretz Yisrael. The Tosafos Rid says that you're over the Isra that not all the ag- agricultural halachas. The mitzvahs are yeah. But either way, you did something wrong because he was keeping the mitzvahs where, and now you went in. So therefore, Chacham made a knas. What was the knas? Yotza ben Chayyim says Rashi, we make you have to. Go back and be poda the evid, and, all, and the knas is after you poda, you have to write for him shtev shikher, or if he runs away, you have to write a shtev shikher. But either way, you're never allowed to take this evid back. You either have to release him, or if he runs away, you have to write a shtev get shikher. Tan Rabbanu learned to the brayse. Amochar Abdullah the Gechavim Yotzel Lecheiros Vetzarek get shikher Miraba Rishon. Obviously, who has to write to get shikher? Because the original owner still owns the Isser. The guy only owned him for the Maman. He doesn't have, he does, can't own him. But the one who has to let him go is the original one he has to write to get Shechur. And Aina, we're going to see a certain type of document. If you wrote an owner before the sale to the Ovid Gechavim, you don't have to write a get Shechur. What exactly is the owner? That is going to be the Shechur. My owner, what is it? You wrote the following thing. I'm selling it to the Ovid Gechavim, but you are preempting. In the sale, you're writing the following. If you are able to get away from this Eved Gechavim, I'm releasing myself completely. And therefore, you don't need, this works, you don't even need to get Shechur in such a case. Normally, you sold only the Mammon, you have to still do the Shechur. But if you write this kind of document, then you don't need, and in such a case, then what? Then you don't need a... Then you even don't need a get Shechur general stuff over here. So, 